I would like to do a talk today on my series, They Call Me Israel, in regards to my mother. So, just a quick background, I've been taking care of my mother for the last eight years now. She had a stroke, and so I have to um, do a lot to just help her throughout the day. And uh, when I go into work, um, the two days I go in right now, I have a cousin come and help. My brother gets her on the weekends. So, I mean, it's a real collaborative effort. My kids are very helpful. Um, But regardless of all the help in the world, the idea that this exists, it is a tremendous mountain in my life. And I'm actually still climbing it. Um, But I do feel like I had a breakthrough. And so I just kind of want to talk through this battle. Um, And I'm going to name this episode Ghost in a Shell. So if you're familiar with dementia, basically, you know, just things start to become cloudy. You're not sharp. You forget a lot of things. You have way better um, long-term memory than short-term memory. Like a lot of the things in the last 20 years, my mom just doesn't really, she doesn't recall. She's not really familiar with. But if I ask her something about her childhood or, you know, she's much better at recalling those kinds of um, memories. But I mean, give it five minutes. It's like, oh, what'd you eat? She's like, I don't know. I'm hungry though. (laughs) So the reason why I'm naming this episode Ghost in a Shell is because it's like I literally feel like I'm mourning my mother who's still alive because she's no longer um, the mother that I knew growing up. Um, She's not able to be motherly. I'm taking care of her, but I've actually always taken care of my mother in a certain sense, but this is like a different level. Um, This is... um, you know she's almost well she is childlike at this point and so it's really like she's very quiet and she doesn't say much um when people try to check in on her it gets really awkward because they just feel bad and they don't know how to deal with it or handle it and so it's just a weird space and it just feels like I'm dealing with a very odd situation you know I had a party yesterday and some friends were talking. We were playing a little game and one of the questions was like, hey, you know, are you friends with your mom on Facebook, right? And a few of the girls, you know, they're like, their mom isn't here anymore, you know? And I kind of, I mean, I feel like my mom isn't here anymore either, you know? But I, but I, I don't want to put myself in their same shoes because their mother really isn't here. Like, there's no room for recovery. There's no room for just going in the room and saying, hey, or giving her a hug, like, at all, right? And so I get that. I don't want to compare myself, my situation to that. But I just felt in that moment, like, I mean, I feel like <laughs> I feel a similar way, I think. You know, like, I've lost my mom. But it's even more... Um, scrutinizing because she's still here and I have to actually take care of her um so then there's this other side of this I listened to a podcast a couple weeks ago and it was basically about a woman and her husband who uh ended up with Alzheimer's and instead of like going on that downward trend of losing his memory and losing his mind 
they decided that they would use um is it compassionate suicide or I don't think that's the word for it but basically he's gonna you know he decided to take his own life and during the process you know he drinks this medication they go to Switzerland um, they give him some medication to make him really sleepy he drinks like two batches of it the first batch he's talking to his you know dead family members his father and people that have passed and he's talking about things from his childhood and his wife is looking at him like out of all the things that a person could recall I'm not I'm not a part of anything I like our children aren't part of this conversation just you playing football with your dad right so she was actually very disgusted by the process afterwards because she probably felt you know this unnatural way of going she probably was feeling like not regretful or anything but just you know this idea that we made this decision and the convolution of it all um is probably coming to a really stark reality so it's like it's not that oh I would love to make a check mark and oh boom let's get this off the plate no it's not like that at all it's not that hard But even just listening to that story made me realize that life is so precious, no matter what the circumstance, right? Like, even when it's hard, because it's almost like your monk training, your life is your monk training. It's consistent daily overcoming of battles so that you can learn to deal And those battles come to you in different ways. You know, whether it's a tumultuous marriage, (laughs) unruly children, a sick parent, um, challenges with work, whatever. The idea of Israel becoming Israel, right? It's like once he, back to the biblical piece, right? Once Jacob became Israel right there's what what was the transition there it was being able able to overcome and so I think that when you skip steps to that or if you try to find a workaround that's actually where your misery comes true misery right like when people have children and give them up or when people walk away from their marriage and they really maybe shouldn't have Not to say that you should never get divorced. I'm just saying there are people that probably choose divorce and they should have just um, fought through that, fought for that relationship. Okay. And so just the idea that your life is giving you exams, so to speak, and to try and um, get out of a, a get out of the test, it actually can probably slow down your process to just really gaining these hard lessons and uh, back to my mom I think that one of the biggest pieces for me was when I'm able to transition my mind from oh I have to do this I have to get her up I have to get her dressed I have to fix her food I have to take her to the bathroom I have to help her brush her teeth it's like I decided to change that narrative, which is I get to, I get to help take care of my mom because I could be in a position where I physically 
or mentally wouldn't be able to do this. I could be in a position where I'm not financially able to do this. I have a job where I get to work from home a few days. Um, And even when I do go in, I have a lot of flexibility. Um, The day and age we live in with technology, I can cash at my cousin or anyone that I need to, you know, have step in and hey can you grab my mom lunch or I'm gonna order food for you guys and it'll be at the door like even that I'm extremely grateful for so it's like I get to be doing this at this time for my mother who was actually also a foster child Um, She was raised up in an environment that was actually very hard on her. And when I think about my mom's life, I just think, you know, this woman deserves to be catered to. You know, when she was coming up, she was a foster child to a much older woman who really uh, misused that opportunity to be a parent and instead kind of made her this indentured servant. You know, she was taking care of this woman's grandkids I think the woman was sick with uh, some kind of cancer as well so she was her caretaker she was her cook her cleaner and it was kind of you know it was like a form of slavery and so when I think about my mom's life and just it was hard for her she raised two kids on her own she had um physical um issues she just you know she struggled a lot and so for me to be able to take care of her in this time you know it's like your latter days will be greater than your former days and I'm a part of her testimony and so I'm grateful I'm great I'm actually I remind myself daily that I'm full of gratitude in this space and then I'll just close out with the scripture first Timothy 5 8 but if anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially for members of his household he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever and so this just just speaks to the duty that we're called to to take care of our family especially the folks living in your house right so you know it's like stepping up to that call of duty is hard even as just a parent it's hard um when your kids are little or when your kids are mouthy it's hard (laughs) um but you know this is something that we are called to do and you know when you're obedient to God you reap the blessing and so I'll leave it there thank you so much for listening